0: Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new season of the Friends to the End podcast. I'm Michael and it may be cold outside, we may be suffering from a bomb cyclone in our undisclosed location, but dressed for tropical climates in honour of the episode we just watched, it's old Elizabeth. How you doing Elizabeth?
1: Hey Michael.
0: What's going on there?
1: I was very warm.
0: You're never warm.
1: I know, I I was excited and drinking.
0: Well, it warms the cockles of your heart I suppose. Uh Uh-huh. How you doing? You alright?
1: Yes, I'm very, very excited about this season.
0: You are? Yes, mm-hmm. I know. Um, we When we talked last time, your excitement level was a 9 out of 10, which is huge. Yeah. Has it gone up even more since then?
1: It has. This episode proved very fruitful for me.
0: Very much so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is the start of season 4 of Friends. Regarded by many as the best season of Friends of them all.
1: I feel like, I, I feel like you say that for all of them, though. No, I said it for
0: season 3, but apparently yeah. after I said that a lot last season people got in touch and was like that's bullshit season four is better so all right well regarded by the twitter trolls as the best season of friends of them all so we shall see how it goes but it's also the start of our seven podcasts in seven days which we do to kick off every season Mm -hmm. just to kind of get right in there and jump right in and dig around and and forage for for nuggets of fun in episodes of friends
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah. nuggets of fun good
0: good Shrugs and uh, from around the room because we're not alone, Elizabeth. No,
1: we're not. We've
0: brought some friends in. First up, ooh, it's Ross Geller's girlfriend, ooh, Maura. Welcome back. <laughs>
2: thanks. Thanks for having me. You're
0: welcome. And we have a new challenger in the room. We've got we've got Will joining us today. Hi, Will.
3: Hey. Yeah, this is this is exciting. I've made it. You've made it. First male
0: guest on the show. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. I About do. time. About time we got some more male perspectives up in here. Finally. Right?
2: I don't know if that's going to make it better or worse. Well, well he also <laughs>
1: brings the British perspective to friends. Mm. Much like Michael.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes, well thank God. Two different Finally. countries. Finally, the white men will have their say. That's right. <laughs> boy, oh boy, have we got a lot to get off our chest. <laughs> will, um... With all of our guests we do like to just check in and see what their their history is with the show. I'm assuming you've you grew up in the UK such as I did so you've probably seen every episode 10 times over from the repeats on E4 Are you familiar with the show?
3: I am. I I wasn't the right age first time around but thanks to the powers of E4 I did catch up on all of them and then caught up by the final episode so.
0: Good. Good for you. And which character do you identify most with? Joey. Joey. Yeah. Wow, you had
3: that locked and loaded. Yeah, he's just—he's like a big human puppy dog. What's mm. there not to love, you know?
1: True.
0: Well, I'm very much the Chandler of the group, as it's been established with my dry wit. So, yes, we'll get along just fine. And
1: your rapid weight change. Oh, God, damn <laughs> Ouch!
2: <laughs> Starting off season four strong, him,
0: Elizabeth. <laughs> Alright, and more, uh, presumably you're still Team Ross, Team They Were On A Break, Team Suck It, Rachel. Yeah, Yeah. well, we'll
2: see. We'll dig into it this episode. Have
0: you been following along with the episode since you were last in? You were last, you last joined us midway through, through season three, so are you happy with everything that's happened in between then and now?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Elizabeth, catch her up with all the episodes. You don't remember. Uh, Joey was in a play, fancied his co-star, co-star left. The play turned out to be about aliens. Uh, I guess that was about it, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Are yeah. you asking me? That was
0: about it. That's all you need. That's enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're about to get into talk about the first episode of season four, the one with the jellyfish. But before we get to that... Because I know you love it so much, Elizabeth. We'll do ask Elizabeth. If any of you, either of you have a question you want to ask Elizabeth, by the laws of the podcast, she has to answer truthfully. And it doesn't have to be about friends.
3: If you could jump into a swimming pool full of anything, what would it be?
1: Would I hurt the things I would jump in? No. Kittens. Kittens. Mm-hmm.
3: Strong, it's a strong answer.
1: And then they would all just swarm me with their love and their fluffiness. You
0: wouldn't hurt them, because they would all die immediately on impact.
1: Oh my god! But that would be hurting them.
0: No. They they, they don't suffer. They right. feel no pain. I'm I sorry. Know. I've turned this game into this. I know. Minor.
2: Everyone was just imagining a pool full of kittens and me diving in, and then you ruined it. Good. Or... You could be already in the pool and then the kittens just swarm on top of you and fill the pool. That'd be nice too, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Good, good question. More, you got any questions for Elizabeth?
2: My question is name does not have to be disclosed, but do you think you know anyone in real life who resembles a Ross, like in personality and character? You don't have to tell us who it is, but do you think you know a Ross? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> um, I think
1: I think I do. It's interesting you ask that because I I noticed a similarity between someone I know in real life and and Joey.
2: Hmm.
1: This episode, um, but I think that person's kind of like a cross between Joey and Ross.
2: Interesting. So
1: I think I can't think of any women that are like that. My mind directly goes to men though. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Good.
0: Okay. All right, you happy with that? Yeah. Good. She always complains when I don't have a question for her, so I'm glad we could appease. (laughs) The One with the Jellyfish, Season 4, Episode 1. First debuted on American television screens on the 25th of September, 1997. 21 years ago now. Wow.
2: Uh,
0: But to how many people? How many people watched this episode? This will be a fun little game between the three of you, because I already know.
1: You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, What was it? What did we end on?
0: We ended on 28.8. Hmm. So, just bearing in mind that season finales and season openers are usually attract a larger audience than normal. And last episode was left on a bit of a cliffhanger. So, what do we think? Who wants to go first? Elizabeth, it's only fair you go first.
1: All right. I'm going to say 30.2.
0: 30.2
1: million?
3: Mm hmm. I am going to say 20.
0: 2. 2. 2.2. 22.2. All right.
2: I'm going to say 31. No, you said 31? I said 30.2. Oh, 30.2. 30.
0: 31.1. All right. Well, if we were playing the Price is Right rules, Will would win. With being what? the closest without going over. But we don't play Price is Right rules. No. The correct answer was 29.4 million. Yeah! So Elizabeth mm-hmm. takes it. Yeah. So competitive. <laughs> the episode opens weirdly with Joy breaking the fourth wall. It
1: was horrible. I hated it. I you hate, hate it. when
0: anyone breaks the fourth I wall. I do. I
1: hate it in film. I hate it in theater. I think it's, I think it's awful. I don't know why they felt like they needed to do that.
0: Will Mora, any thoughts on breaking the fourth what, wall?
3: It, it didn't have any sort of like implication to the rest of it. It wasn't like I, they came back to it, and it was like a running through thing through the whole of the episode. It was like. A one-off quick bit. I wasn't playing because it was Joey, but <laughs> at the same time, it was kind of, like, out of, the, out of the norm and there was no, like, flow to it. So I, it was kind of like, you do you, buddy.
2: It was kind of out of context. It's not like they were in a scene and he all of a sudden was like, oh, by the way, this is what you missed, and then continue to talk to Chandler or whoever it was, you know? Mm-hmm. They do that in Shameless. If you've seen Shameless, they always open with the character breaking the fourth wall and saying what was a preview from the, or a, yeah, kind of rundown of what happened on last week, previously on, so... I didn't it didn't throw me off as much I think it was very tasteful and it was very much Joey's character yeah
1: they kept it true to his character but I think it's a good point Will if they had gone back to it throughout the episode that would have been probably
3: funnier and it would have made more sense slight spoiler if he'd been in his hole
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: or still buried as a mermaid that would have been quite good too. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I think it's fine. I mean, for these, like, episodes left on a cliffhanger, they always do, like, a kind of previously on. Yeah, but they do a
1: previously on. But it's, they don't the have same, someone... it's
0: the same, it's like a funner way of doing it. It's like, your friend, it's Joey, he's catching you up on all the things. You know, it's still, having the previously on is still breaking the fourth wall, because it's always a character that says it, so, like, what difference does it make?
1: I guess I was just wondering why they chose to do it now. Maybe other shows were doing that and they thought it was a good idea at the time or or what? Because they hadn't done it for three seasons, or you know, at least two of them.
0: Well this is gonna become a running thing. They're gonna start addressing the camera and like being, Can you believe this? No. That's, no, they're not gonna do that. Of like the first no.
1: season of Sex in the City, Mora, you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Okay.
2: <laughs> well
3: Oh big
0: fan.
2: Yeah, uh uh-huh. oh, please.
0: So Joey, yeah, he's just basically catching us up, but he is, like, talking directly to camera, so he's like, oh, Phoebe went to meet this friend of her mom, and then it turned out to... Oh, no, they didn't know what was happening, so it's like, I don't know what happened there. And they're mixing it in with clips, so it's like it exists in its own, like, little world, because they're cutting back and forth with what happened last season. Yeah. So it's okay. Get over it, is what I say.
1: I mean, it's a helpful reminder for those... Who can't remember what happened before. (laughs) Right. And for
0: most of us, or the people that watched it at the time, you know, they hadn't seen it in months, but for you, and for you, you know, it's been a few days, so you obviously have no idea what happened in that last episode. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it was helpful. Get off their case. That's what I say. No,
1: it was. It was. Especially with our our guests who might not have seen this episode in a while, or forgotten things that had happened in sequential order.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So to recap, Phoebe met someone she thought was friends with her mom and dad. Turns out it's actually her mom. Chandler is doing some weird thing where he's like, he's not quite trying to convince Monica to go out with him, but he's like upset that she doesn't consider him boyfriend material. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Rachel and Ross, will they, won't they, get back together.
1: Right. Whose door does he go into?
0: So then we cut to the hallway where we left him last time. He's got two rooms between them. Which room is he going to pick? Oh, my God. So tense, right? Yeah. Edge, of, edge of seat moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I predicted he would go to his... What, what's her name? Bonnie. Bonnie. Bonnie's room. You did. He walks in.
0: He opens the door, but this time you see from inside the room, and he goes, hello.
1: And you see Rachel and Bonnie in there together at the same time. Oh, and, God. you know, Rachel's putting aloe or something on Bonnie's head because she got a sunburn.
0: Her big bald head. Her
1: big bald head. And... I immediately got excited, assuming that that was Bonnie's room.
0: So, yep, they're both in there. So we're none the wiser. They have a short conversation. Bonnie leaves. So clearly, it was Rachel's room that he went into. Yes, so damn it. shows Rachel. So your prediction was wrong. Yes, was yes, I was
1: wrong. Uh,
0: they she leaves. Ross is like, "I'll be through in a minute," uh, and then follows some gross kissing between Ross and Rachel.
2: Ugh, it was awful maura was it awful no (laughs) that's great who doesn't love a nice on-screen kiss you know
0: (laughs) you guys as i get older i come to the conclusion that just like watching people kiss on tv is just a gross thing i i don't know why they do it so much is that like an old man thing to say i
1: think so like
0: i grew up with it and like it was a lot and like i look don't get me wrong Twelve-year-old Michael loved seeing Ross and Rachel have a wee smooch, but now I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to see people kiss on TV anymore. Maybe There's because you know it's... too much kissing.
1: No, it could be because you know it's ingenuine.
0: It's ingenuine?
1: Yeah. Like, you know. No. Stage kisses.
0: Oh, no. David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston loved each other. No. <laughs> All right, fine.
1: They're putting on an act. It's called Acting Michael.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I, I find it hard because, like... I have a I have a big thing for Jennifer Aniston, like especially Currently? now I, as she's got older, she's just you know if I had the, the the top five list like she's she's on that list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that like, list laminated? It's not laminated because you know I'm I change my mind all the time. Right. Um, for me to see her getting like with Ross and you're like Ross, you ain't you ain't no good for my girl. You know I'm like that's like seeing your like girl you have a crush on in school like get with the wrong guy. Yeah, you know? I know that thing. It's tough, tough times, hard times.
0: So. Yeah, it looks like all things are go. He's going to be like, well, I need to go break up with Bonnie because if I go in that room, she's going to try and have sex with me. God, it's a hard life for us. What a shame. Um, so he <laughs> goes to break up with her. There's some more gross kissing. And yeah, we go into the, the brand new season four introduction.
1: Yes. New intro.
0: I missed the old intro.
1: The original or the no, one? They've... the
0: one that we just had.
1: Oh, no, this one was good.
0: What happened in this one? I just wasn't paying attention.
1: I don't know, Monica's setting up her nose, there's lots of ass slapping.
0: The mermaid, Joey's a mermaid. Yep, Mermaids, Joey's a yeah. mermaid
1: from the last episode in season three. So yeah, it was it was good. They still have the fucking light switch <laughs> timed incorrectly, but I, I don't think I'm going to win with that.
0: Did you see that Will fell into the trap of too many claps? I did. What, an amateur. <laughs> he did five
1: claps instead of
3: four claps. Deal with it. I'm going to keep doing five forever now. No! Yeah. Michael
1: used to do that.
0: Like, everyone seems to fall into the trap. It's like that Mandela syndrome where, like, just a large portion of the population believes something to be true that isn't true. Like, there was originally five claps in the Friends theme, but there's not. There's four. It's a conspiracy. Don't feel bad. I had to, like, sit through it many, many times and listen very carefully.
1: You should feel bad. You should know it by now. (laughs)
0: Listen <laughs> to the resident friends expert Elizabeth over mm-hmm. here. Yep, yep, yep. If you antagonize our guests, they'll probably spoil things for you, so you should oh. maybe be a little nicer.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. And we will never come back to this studio. Aww, just kidding. You're never leaving
0: the studio. You've got like a wall of snow outside. It's
2: true. <laughs> Bombogenesis? Is
1: that what it's called?
3: Bomb, cy- cy- bomb cyclone? Bomb
0: cyclone!
1: I like to call it a snurricane. snurricane. A snow hurricane. A, a bomb that cyclone. sounds too adorable. Less intimidating. Yeah, I like it.
3: but a bomb cyclone sounds like surfers or skateboarders were like, yo bro, what should we call this? Dude, it's a bomb cyclone!
1: <laughs> From the makers of Sharknado.
3: Right. Great film.
0: We then cut to Phoebe and Phoebe. <laughs> Young Phoebe wants answers. Old Phoebe has them in the form of. They were in a three-way couple, and she got pregnant, and she gave the baby to Phoebe's not real but dead mom. Yes. Three-way couple. I guess it was the style at the time.
1: No, oh, yeah, it's called a thruple these days. Is it? Yes. Throw Throuple. Throw to Shameless. They yes. have a thruple in that. Uh, no, yeah, it's when three people are in a romantic relationship, and it could be either they're all romantically together, or it could be... You know, two males and one female, or it could be really combination of anything. But that there could be two. How do I explain this?
0: No, I think we get it. Okay. I think we get it. I think you <laughs> it doesn't do always it.
1: have to be all three romantically attached. It could be one is like
2: the centerpiece, if you will. The we, we get it. It. the it, pendulum.
0: It doesn't have to be consensual. We get it.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's polygamy. I mean, early on, f- like friends is you know bringing. Kind itch. Yeah. Well, like, Phoebe grew
1: up in what appears to be very hippied-out lifestyle, right? Yep. So that's probably just, you know, the Woodstock days and whatnot.
0: The old Phoebe wants to get to know her. Young Phoebe is unforgiving and is like, no way, never want to see you again. She's just not ready to open her heart to her.
1: No, I mean, she was lied to.
0: Not by her, though. She'd never, well, maybe for like a day.
1: Um, yeah, but I think that's a hard pill to swallow. Sure is. I don't blame her for being so upset.
0: Elsewhere, Chandler is still upset with Monica in a storyline that barely seems worth carrying over into a second episode. But here we are. They've got to do something. Uh, Chandler, boyfriend material at this stage of the proceedings?
3: Not with that haircut.
0: Oh, it's a big improvement. Big improvement. You didn't see him like three episodes ago.
3: But it's still just like not, like, a thing, like, he, you know, if he, if he made himself look presentable, maybe more people would be, like, you know, but.
2: It's not just about looks, Will. mm mm-hmm. Chandler's sweet. Yeah, I'm,
3: I, I'm not agree. I, <laughs> I, I love Chandler, I, I think he's a, he's a great guy, like, you know, when you get older, that's the kind of guy that a girl takes home to his mom, and you know, not the good-looking guy from the playground, but, like, he just needs to sharpen himself up a little bit.
0: Uh, Phoebe comes in, she's very upset, she tells the gang about what happened, she's like, I don't want to talk to her, I want to be alone, and then she's like, Monica, uh, right, fine. Yeah, that's
1: like the girl thing. Is that right? Yeah, totally.
0: If she said, I don't want to talk about it, I want to be alone, and walked away, you would go with her?
1: I mean, when you're best friends with someone, it's kind of implied that you need to dish with your girlfriend, and vent to them, and have a shoulder to cry on. Elizabeth. Not always.
0: Elizabeth, I'm sick to death of you... Constantly bringing up the fact that I've never had a best friend and I would prefer that you stop mansplaining it to me.
1: Uh, Woman splaining.
0: Of course. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Rachel's room. Ross comes in. They've had a long breakup, seems to have lasted the whole night. Uh, Ross is tired. Bonnie's gone. Rachel wrote him a letter. It's got all of her feelings there on the paper. She's been writing as long as he's been breaking up. And all Ross wants to do is climb into bed and do more gross kisses with Rachel. But Rachel's like, you need to read this letter and tell me what you think. 18 pages, front and back, at 5.30 in the morning. <sighs> I would not be reading that letter now.
1: You don't think? If, if this was the woman of your dreams and you didn't want to mess it up and this was very important to getting back together.
0: Look, the, the spirit may be willing, but the body, if I've been up all night, emotionally drained from kicking this bald person out of my life, the last thing I'm going to do at 5.30 in the morning is sit down and read a letter. Or anything, for that matter. Even
1: if it was the
2: person that you could potentially end up with?
0: I would want to, but there's no way I could. Could any of you?
2: No. Ross tried. You saw him at the counter with the pages in front of him, and then he fell asleep on top of the pages. So maybe he had every intention of reading all 36 pages, Mm -hmm. 18 pages front and back, um... But yeah, he's already been up all night. It's been a long day, and he fell asleep. I mean you've all probably fallen asleep, whether you What are you accusing us of here, Mora? <laughs>
0: eighteen pages front and back. Typically what? Five hundred pages? Five hundred words per pages. Oh I don't know. That's like eighteen thousand words. No
1: who knows how big her handwriting is or small.
0: I'm a slow reader. That would take me. Most of the morning to read.
2: I could do it in an hour. Oh
0: fuck it. Challenge.
2: I could probably also do it in an hour. Yeah. But at five thirty in the morning after staying up all night, maybe two I hours have <laughs> 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 Maybe it wouldn't have lasted. But
0: So while he was breaking up, she was writing this right. letter. That's what's a yeah. But then she gets to go to bed. Ross has got to stay up and read the bloody thing. She
1: did say she was gonna wait for him. Yeah, to but come back. she can
0: sleep while she's waits. I guess. Anyway, we cut to the next morning. Ross has hilariously fallen asleep standing up with his face in the letter, holding a cup of coffee. Oh, boy. Typical. I think we've all been there, right? Late night studying, nosing a book, standing up.
1: Maura's right, though. I mean, he did really try. He brewed coffee. He did not get changed into his pajamas, which he knows is a death sentence. Yep. And he went into a a lit room to read them all.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Tried his best. Mm Mm-hmm. Rachel comes down. She's like, well, did you read it? And he's like, yes, I just finished reading it. I read it twice. And she's like, all right. So does it? And it kind of all falls down. This whole Their whole relationship comes down to, does it? And Ross, has, obviously not knowing what happened, has to kind of wing it. Mm-hmm. He's like, it does? And we get that little tense moment where she's like looking upset. And she looks down and she's like... And then she gives him a big hug. That's what she wanted to hear. Good job, Ross. Wait, to blag it.
2: Ross. I was disappointed in him. I really was. I mean, I'll fight for him to the end, but I think he could have said, you know, I just need another, whatever, 30 minutes or so to read it, and then we can go talk about it.
0: But How fast are you all at reading? Of
2: course, man? because he's so obsessed with her, he didn't want to mess anything up, so he just took a shot in the dark and... Said it does. It does. It's
3: classic Ross, though. Like, you could have predicted that he was going to try and lag his way through it until he got something out of it. Like, that's what Ross does.
0: It's Just Ross being Ross. Ross
2: being Ross. But he means well, so. Uh, whatever he his know? actions uh, are. Uh, <laughs> means well. Show yes. me the
0: evidence of where he means well.
2: I mean, he broke up with Bonnie.
1: Uh, not before he cheated on her by kissing Rachel.
0: Rachel, they're getting drunk.
3: Oh, so now it's Rachel's fault.
2: Woo! <laughs> Not touching
3: that one. Rachel was
2: being very unrealistic. I think for him, for her yeah. to say you had all night and you d- or all morning and you didn't finish it, girl, you try, you yeah. try. Yeah. Like, after just going through a breakup and it's five thirty in the morning. Yeah. I think she to back off a little. You know, give him some. A little more space, and then they could have regrouped and talked about it. I agree. Yeah.
0: We then cut to a, a lovely day at the beach. Doesn't upstate New York just look like a lovely mm-hmm. place to have a have a wee day splashing about at the beach?
1: Guess if you get all the garbage out of the water. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna cut that?
0: No, of course not. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to deal with upstate angry... New York being angry at you.
1: Oh, it's upstate New York.
0: Well, Monta. I don't know.
2: Montauk. Whatever. It's not New Jersey. Let's be real.
0: Oh! <laughs> They're on location, out of the studio. One of the rare times we really see that. But it's uh, Joey and Chandler and Monica having a having a lovely wee day at the beach. Chandler is carrying on I, like I. It's the same fucking thing. It's just the same thing. We've seen it like six scenes over the last two episodes. It's like, why won't you date me? And she's just like, "Oh, you're so funny." And it's just like, God damn it! This is not a storyline.
1: The writers are just throwing the towel in at this point.
0: Yep. But Joy, he's dealing with some big stuff. He's dug himself a a lovely big hole.
1: Yeah, he did a good job. He's standing in a hole. It's probably up to his, I don't know, chest?
0: Shoulders. Shoulders. I think. Yeah. It's a big hole.
1: Yeah, and he's all excited. He's like, Chandler, Monica, come look at my hole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That I just dug on this beach.
1: That I dug on this beach. And then the tide comes in and all the water gets in Joey's hole and ruins it.
0: <laughs> the hole that he dug on the beach.
1: Uh-huh. That hole. Yep. And then all of a sudden Monica's freaking out. She's like, ow, my god, my leg. Yes. What happens, Michael?
0: She's been stung by a jellyfish. Mm-hmm. What a thing to happen. Maury, ever been stung by a jellyfish? I have not. Will, ever been stung by a jellyfish?
3: I have not.
0: Elizabeth, ever been stung by a jellyfish? No, oh. but I
1: know people that have been stung by... A stingray? Two well, people. Still in the ocean.
0: I know some people that have been stung by a bee at the beach. Like A bee? Yeah.
1: What about those green flies that bite you, those sting you? Or the black flies? The ones at the beach. Like horse
2: oh. Oh,
1: horse, horse flies. flies? Those two. Yes. The perils, honestly.
0: She's been stung. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> sick. <laughs> She's been stung. And apparently the thing to do with a jellyfish sting is to get someone to take a wee-wee on it.
3: Now, is that true? I heard it was. Yeah? Because it's just simple chemicals. Because you need to neutralize the... I don't know if it's like acidic, this thing, and, or alkaline and it neutralizes it or something like that.
2: They said it was ammonia. I know that's in urine, so maybe that's actually no. what it is. Mm. And they were all right all along.
0: I think it was like commonly believed that that was the thing to do but I think more recently the advice has been don't do that
3: go to the hospital yeah, really? is- we don't want people just Maybe. peeing on each other all over the place that's chaos
1: It would be chaos yeah but I want to know if it's I want to know if that's right
0: Well, I don't know, and we have no means of looking it up, so we'll just have to soldier on. If you know um, if you should pee on a jellyfish thing, and I mean really know, not mean that you just saw this episode of Friends and that's where your knowledge is from, or you saw that episode of Jackass where someone got stung by a jellyfish. If you know, if you know, know, uh, give us a tweet at FriendsPod and let us know.
1: Or that movie with Zac Efron.
0: Oh, what movie is that? Oh, The Paperboy? The
1: Paperboy. Girl, how do you know about
0: The Paperboy? You've seen like four movies in your life.
1: Because I know someone that watches a lot of movies and referenced that scene one oh, time.
0: Are you talking about me? Yes. Oh, I told you about that movie? Uh-huh. Oh, I guess. It was a good movie. It's got David Oyelowo in it as well.
1: Anyways, back to Friends. And John
0: Cusack. All right, back to Friends. So yeah, Monica's freaking out and we just get an awkward cut away from that. We don't know what happens. We're back from the beach. Phoebe is annoyed and wants to leave. Ross and Rachel are sitting all cuddly on the couch. They're back together. Phoebe's happy for them, but not so happy for her other friend, Bonnie. Right. It's
1: yeah. kind of sad.
0: Poor Bonnie.
1: You know, good for Rachel. Sad for Bonnie.
0: Yeah, poor Bonnie. Uh, and the trio from the beach return, and they're just acting all funny. They're all weirded out. What's going on? They're just they're just acting strange. Yeah,
1: they're being weird. You know, they say, oh, how's the beach? And they, they come back, and they're like, "You're good, I don't know. What? Okay. You know, it's just nonsensical muttering. You know they're hiding something.
0: Rachel goes to pack as they get ready to leave, giving Ross an opportunity to finally reread the letter, or read it for the first time, I guess, uh, to see what he's agreed to. Uh, You see him read it, you see the paper kind of flop down in his hands, and then he just yells, IT DOES NOT!
1: All he has to do is turn to, like, the last page, and he found it instantly. I thought that was a little... Inconsistent with how life would probably go. But yeah, so he clearly does not agree with the it does question.
0: We then cut to Central Perk, where Ross is catching up Julian Chandler about it. He's basically saying that the letter asks for her to trust him again. He has to accept full responsibility for why they broke up in the first place. Not a reasonable thing to do, Maura? No. No? You don't think Rachel's to blame for anything?
2: Well, what happens next? What happens next? What did Ross say after?
0: I don't remember.
2: He said that they were We're on on a a break. break. And Elizabeth, you agreed. I do. So I do agree with that statement, yes. I think like we all know how Rachel feels about the situation and yes it's hard for her, but I don't I think she's asking too much.
0: How much of it is Ross's fault?
2: No majority is Ross's fault. But I also agree that they were on a break, and she needs to see that, or at least hear him out about it.
0: But she just said it, like, haphazardly while she was... Oh, God, we're retreading the last episode (laughs) we were on. But she just yelled it, like, in the heat of the moment during an argument, and Ross just goes off and sulks, and goes and kisses a girl. He doesn't, like, let a day pass and, like, let the air clear before they go back. Like, if he goes back the next day and says we're still on a break then go and kiss as many coffee coffee shop coffee shop girls as he wants but but not give it give it a night
2: he's vulnerable nah. and mark came over with food didn't he mm-hmm. that's
0: not her fault he, she can't take the blame for that she could have said no she Ooh. did say no
2: he she, we talked about this she I could know. not have let him in she is not free of blame i think i think,
0: I think Ross is 95% responsible.
3: Rachel can do no wrong. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> We've got the opposite ends of the spectrum right here. Okay, so anyway, the guys are just like... So Ross is upset. He yells a lot. And I think this is finally the, the birth. We, we saw hints of it before, but this is the birth of yelling Ross. And yelling Ross, so oh, he's going to become a very recurring character as the uh... season goes on. Great. And if you didn't like it, Elizabeth, settle in. Might not be more this season, but he'll be back.
1: Great. Wonderful.
0: Ross yells, his friends are just like, he tells Joey and Chandler, Joey and Chandler are just like, you kind of just have to suck it up. You've got what you want. You just have to kind of swallow your pride. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good advice, I would say. I mean, Joey and Chandler are also being weird between one another. They are like, we're never going to speak about what happened at the beach. So, God, what's going on? Phoebe goes and visits Ursula yeah
1: who was right prediction number two boom
0: yeah i didn't think she would be back that quickly but ross there you go. and rachel
1: back together ursula makes an appearance wow well,
0: i don't think at we this can give point, you the point. In what
1: are we and what we're okay you have that
0: point now but ross it's only and rachel back together that point can be taken away if it doesn't last the episode
1: fine but ursula has made an appearance again i like her
0: yeah this was one of their better interactions Phoebe visits Ursula, tells her, oh, our mom's not our mom, it's this lady. Ursula already knows.
1: Yeah, she knows because it was written in the suicide letter.
0: Which Phoebe has never seen.
1: Right. The poor thing was kind of cut out from everything. I don't know why Ursula gets the privilege of knowing all this intense information and Phoebe gets cut out of it.
0: It's just, I think it's just comedic effect, like... Phoebe cares so much about knowing all this And Ursula doesn't seem to give a damn So she's just like very flippant about all the information She's like oh yeah there was a suicide note And then when she couldn't find the suicide note She just kind of made up something and gave it to her And she's just like eh whatever
3: Do you think it's Ursula being like a caring sister And instead of leaving Phoebe to question all these things She's like let me just come up with the answers for you To try and like in her own way make it better for her Hmm.
0: No No I don't think so (laughs) You're giving her way too much credit
3: Hey, I mean, maybe she's maybe she needs credit. Maybe no one understands her, and she's living the pain herself, and you know, doesn't have that tight knit friend group to help her through. How about that? How so? About we
1: have that? Rachel at the top of his list. Ursula, number two on his list.
0: I like this idea of, of reevaluating Ursula as like this silent hero. She's generally depicted throughout the the run of the season as just like the worst but no maybe she you know maybe she's the hero that the friends gang need the one that they can point their fingers at and and point the blame at
1: i'm not gonna hold my breath in regards to that but it could be well could be yep Who
0: knows? fresh Please. perspective that's all we need
1: right exactly anything
0: to shake it up uh-huh. i've been doing this so long mm-hmm. so though monica chandler joey still all being very awkward they're all sitting at the table having not a conversation Joey can't even look at Monica. It's all very awkward. The gang demand answers. And Joey finally breaks, and he's gonna tell them what happened. And they go into this like big elaborate story where they kind of all trade off on what happened, and they're telling it like very dramatically, but it basically boils down to Monica got stung. She couldn't pee on herself. Joey stepped up and got stage fright. So Chandler did it. Yeah. That's about it. I Were you expecting more?
1: Kind of disappointed? No, no, that's exactly what I thought had happened, but I was disappointed. I, based on the way they were acting, I thought it was going to be something huge. Like they both peed on her at the same time and she looked up at the wrong moment and saw both their penises or just something more provocative. It just, like, how is that a big deal?
0: I think the big problem is it's kind of spoiled in the scene when it actually happens where she gets stung because Joey says, well, someone's going to have to pee on her. So there's not really any mystery. We just know, like, we know they're acting weird because somebody peed on her. Whereas if they'd, like, revealed, like, if they'd just cut that bit out and it had been Joy saying, but then I remembered something on the Discovery Channel about peeing on it, then you'd get more of a reveal and it would be, I don't know, it would would work better.
1: Yeah, and I thought that it was strange of Phoebe to react the way she did because when Monica said, you know, I tried to pee on myself but I could not maneuver my leg in the right position she was like ew and to me i
2: didn't feel like phoebe would have reacted that way phoebe's never been drunk on outside of a car or (laughs) somewhere where she's had to pee on herself or she's had to pee and then it had got on her we've all been there right guys right (laughs) but you think she'd be more open to like right
1: this is a natural remedy or you know something
3: i was i was thinking more along the lines of like say in the moment of someone paying on Monica maybe they got caught by like the police and it was like Mm. indecent exposure some some of those lines would be more like and then you know trying to explain that to police officers it would have been like a funnier moment that's why they want to talk about it etc but then it, it it's no surprise we know exactly what's happened. Right. We just don't know who, who did it. Either one. It's not like it's not
1: a big deal. Yeah, I thought there'd be some. Deal. I thought there'd be some sort of big reveal. Like I thought there'd be a penis stroke thrown in. Honestly, I did to to make it seem like oh well now I've seen everyone's penis. I don't like just some some thing. But you know the way they acted, it was kind of funny. You know they each took turns. Like you said, very very melodramatic, and it was sort of like like a, almost reminded me of a western. Like, they all take a turn walking in this one area. And the next one jumps in and walks in the same area. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like a sort of Poirot murder mystery. Yeah. It's like sort of explaining who did the murder.
1: It reminded me of, um, whose line is it anyway? Right. When they, like, I forget what the the game is, but they all step away from the scene and, like, comment on it to the audience Mm. and then go back to it. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh... It was funny. I thought it was well done. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think the comedy from it is... Through the performances and through the reactions rather than the writing and the actual situation. Mm -hmm. So, I guess that's good.
1: Good job, friends.
0: Good job, those three. Writers, up your game. Honestly. Think of something better. Phoebe, we cut to Phoebe in Central Park. She is singing some songs to what looks like an empty coffee shop.
1: Yeah, is there anyone inside? Two people walked out. Two people are leaving.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: boy. The chick in the old denim dress. (laughs) It's (laughs)
0: Oh <laughs> <The laughs> yeah.
3: that
1: you noticed that—good eyes, Will. Good eyes. Yeah. Will. Right. Good they eyes. like
3: leave, but they leave at the time she's finished. And so it's that they were like there, and they were like,
2: "Phoebe,
0: gotta and then be they the traffic."
3: Like, See you later. We're out.
2: Or Will just only watched for the women and oh! made sure to take notes on all of them. Mm. Hmm.
0: Elizabeth, you were charmed by the song that she was singing about counting colors in her bedroom.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Are
0: you going to go count the colors in your bedroom? No, it's this? actually
1: really good for anxiety. Is
0: that right? Yes. so
1: if you're in the middle of panic, oh. a good thing to do is identify a color or a shape and name everything in the room that is that color or shape because it grounds you and you stay in the present moment.
0: What a lovely public service announcement. For
1: everyone who suffers from anxiety. Good for you. hmm
0: So just as those people are leaving, other Phoebe arrives. They have another conversation. She's like... Come on, I'll be your mom, and Phoebe's like, "No way!" And then she goes to leave, and then they find some common ground over some very common things. It's like we might have something in common. I like pizza, and Phoebe's like, "I like pizza," and she's like, "I think puppies are cute." And like it's yeah, it's it's great. It's so
1: like the most general things yeah. that everyone would like. Yes.
0: So Phoebe's willing to give her a shot.
1: Yeah, I think this this woman, other Phoebe, is really craving a connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that. Actual Phoebe has sought her out.
0: Don't get too attached a little bit. Okay, um, we then cut to Ross and Rachel in bed. They're doing some sort of... It's not quite spooning, is it? She's just, like, basically planking on top of him.
3: Banana splitting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We had a good conversation about this during the scene. And you missed it. I have no idea what they were saying because they're trying to figure out where Rachel's body was in proportion to Ross's. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's either that he's slightly curved and she's straight, or his legs are spread and she, her like butt's in between that I think point. that's
0: it. I think that's it. It's
1: very confusing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is and very confusing. I think, Will, you pointed out that it was probably very hot. Right,
3: that's chest to back.
0: In- oh, Elizabeth, it was very hot. That is sweat city.
1: Sweat city, that's the words, yeah. Oh. Not hot like, yeah, but hot like, oh,
2: God.
0: Probably post as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's assumed. (laughs) Let it not go unsaid. It was probably (laughs) post-coital. They
1: had sex.
0: (laughs) How crass and vulgar. Well, you were missing the, the, the fine work that David Schwimmer was doing in this scene. Basically, Rachel was laying on thick. She was like, oh, I'm so glad you accepted responsibility. My mom never gave you any credit. She says, once a cheater, always a cheater. And she's like, she's going through all of this and like lying the way she is. She can't see... Ross's face, but David Schwimmer is just getting angrier and angrier, and it's really good work by him because he's just trying to like contain it. It's like, mm hmm, yeah, great. And finally, he just snaps and yells, We were on a break.
1: And then they get in a fight.
0: And then they go on another break.
1: Mm hmm. Well, is that what <laughs> it ends up to be?
0: Well, it's a breakup.
1: Yeah. They just quickly get dressed angrily, yep. yelling at each other. It's quick. I, think, I think this conversation is just going to go on through the entirety of Friends. Like, who, are any of the other Friends, is it established who is on whose side? Or do they take sides with this?
0: They're staying out of it. They are. And okay. rightly really so. I think they just want to move on. So, yeah, we get, like, they're basically arguing as their Ross is getting dressed and leaving. And they, they get some good shots off against each other. Like, Rachel's like, oh, enjoy your lonely... Saturday nights, playing Scrabble with Monica. Monica's standing right there. <laughs>
2: that was good. And yeah, she's just like, so hey.
0: Good.
2: That was amazing. It's
0: pretty harsh. And then she's like, oh, you know, enjoy those sleepless nights where you wish you were with me. And he's like, don't worry about me sleeping. I still have your letter. It's pretty great. That, that was good. That
3: was my favorite line.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... We'll take that point away from you on the prediction front, Elizabeth, because they are not back together. That's
1: fine, and much to my happiness, they are not back together. Yeah,
0: you saw them together and you were, like, gagging.
1: It's disgusting.
0: You are giving... I hate them together. ...the exact opposite reaction of what the writers are hoping for. You should be rooting for well, them. Well, God,
1: you should hear the audience. I feel like when we watched it, I pointed it out, the audience were screaming in happiness and clapping when they had kissed. I don't know, the first time, second time, something... Yeah, oh isn't there God. like we
0: pointed out last time when Bonnie arrived? There was one audience member that audibly groaned. Oh yeah, I think there was one guy in the audience when they like hugged and embraced after he said it does. Who just yelled, "Hooray!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
1: are you sure it wasn't Maura?
0: Maybe. Well, <laughs> okay, you don't want them. Me.
2: Do you want them together? I don't know. I don't know, man. I think, in an ideal world, if Ross wasn't so prideful and wasn't ross maybe they could work (laughs) see see (laughs) there's no
1: getting around being ross he's just he that's who he is will he ever find love will he
2: i hope not but i feel like rachel has genuinely cared about him and like we've seen it they wouldn't have been together if she really didn't see something in him that she liked true you know yeah and she just wants to forgive him yeah
0: she just wants to forgive him I guess so but she can't because he won't accept his part his 95% of the blame
2: right it so does not as he so puts it Mm -hmm.
0: quite and so the episode ends with Chandler and Monica sitting around again Chandler going back to the well I could be your boyfriend and Monica sensing the audiences, or at least my frustration on it, wants to put an end to it. So she's just like, "Look, you're great, you're funny, I love you, but you'll always be the guy that peed on me. And to be fair, some people like that, but... Monica, perhaps not.
1: Thank God. I know, as we've established before, that that spoiler has been made for me. I know they end up together, but I would not want to see that happen right now.
0: No. We've got enough stuff going on.
1: Yeah, I and I, I don't approve at this stage, <laughs> by the way. Because you know I love Monica and Chandler, but I do not approve.
0: Chandler's your fourth favorite. How can you love him?
1: Well, he's my favorite guy. No, he isn't. Well, over generally, based on... I've got my... the
0: numbers and figures in front of me, Elizabeth. He's your fourth favorite, second favorite guy.
1: Well, I really like Joey's... Uh, stage work in season three right. and I think that one me over.
3: Okay. Professional to professional you appreciate Joey. Uh,
1: yes, very good Will. Thank you. He knows. Right.
0: <laughs> and that wraps up the episode. Off to a good start then do you think Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Yeah? Mm-hmm. Good. You won't have to wait too long. It's going to be out tomorrow. Woo! Hooray! Well, for goodness sake more and Will thanks very much for joining us on this Start of our adventure into season four. It's been great having you.
2: Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's
3: been it's been great to I get to be Team Rachel and fight Team Ross, aka more, so the tables have
2: turned. Whatever. We've all agreed <laughs> oh that they're both in the wrong. So Booyah.
0: These two have a real Ross and Rachel relationship awesome. here, Elizabeth. Ah. Alright, well that'll do it for today. Thank you all very much for listening to the Friends to the End podcast. You can join in the fun and games. <laughs> over on Twitter at Friends Pods this is the start of 7 Podcasts in 7 Days so we've got 6 more episodes coming up this week as we kick off season 4 you can check out all of our old episodes and our cool artwork from Arthur Hamer over at our website which is friendstilltheend.podomatic.net I think just type in some combination of that you'll probably get it right you can catch us on iTunes and anywhere else where you get fun podcasts and as I always tell a friend help us reach a larger audience bye everyone thanks for coming don't know what the the name of the next episode is, but it will be out tomorrow. I think it's the one with the cat, so look out for that, Elizabeth.
2: (gasps) That's so exciting! Yay, a pool full of kittens!